Welcome to Matter of Fat Considers. Ooh, what are we considering? We, my dear friend, are considering the one and only source into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. (laughs) But who am I? That's one secret I must tell, because otherwise this would be a terrible podcast intro. I'm Soraya Bogani, and this is Matter of Fat Considers Gossip Girl. I'm Kat Palavota, and I have not seen one episode of this show ever, so I don't I know this is this intro relates to the Gossip Girl intro, right? Um, Absolutely, you know, hundred percent. I have so little idea of what is happening in this show, other than like it's very posh. So we've got lots of considering to yes. do. I take it. Yes, yes. So this episode is a way for us to apply our same lens and matter of fact to the torrid lives of Manhattan's <laughs> elite, um, from the humble CW origins to the HBO remake currently being released. But actually, like we're only going to focus on the original series that is completed as of today that's what we're gonna be up to in this episode and this will not be the most comprehensive podcast on gossip girl out there as mentioned i have not seen even one episode uh, but this is just a little fun with that know that there will be lots of spoilers so proceed accordingly and whether you watch the show or have no idea what it's about like cat it's time for us to share the gg details with c <laughs> that's that's fun Surya. it's fun how you yeah <laughs> i mean i don't even know the show but that seems fun that's that's the voice of Gossip Girl. I'm really trying to capture you it here are for us. Her. So, she is you. I, <laughs> yikes. Well, I'll get you. I, I mean, we'll find out who she is by the end of this episode okay. for sure. But um, okay, I should probably just give you a rundown Please. of what it is. Yes. So it is a CW drama, teen drama. CW, if y'all don't know. Um, and also it came out in 2007. Okay. So that's helpful to give us some time, a uh, time frame for this. But like the CW was the merge, like the result of a merger between UPN and the WB. Mm-hmm. Which were two major channels, which sounds like you didn't even have. No, when you were Crescent, Minnesota didn't have a lot of rabbit ear TV action. Um, and I don't think I watched anything from UPN or WB unless it was like then moved to Fox for okay. reruns or whatever. Yeah, nope. So you probably, so that's another good reason why you never ever saw this. Although, wait, um, in 2007, I wasn't living at home anymore though. So I was out in the world. Uh, I don't know if Germany well, was like, like Hamlin. I guess <laughs> I was at Hamlin oh, in yeah. 2007, and so I guess long story short, I did have access to this show always, and yet I never watched it ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay though. So I mean, it's a teen drama. I, you can watch it after this conversation. I'm sure you'll run right to we'll it. See. But um, if you know, I know how you love a good audiobook. Mm-hmm. So it is actually based on a series by Cecily von Ziegelzar. <gasps> oh my god! I, I read a thing by her and I hated it, but I loved it. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! <laughs> I totally forgot. So she recently came out with a book. Uh, oh, I should find the name. I actively disliked it. There was so much fat phobia in it. But the thing happened where I was like, I'm going to stop reading this. And then it was weeks later and I was still thinking about it. So I had to go back to it, which is mm. does not happen often. So I guess it was great in the way that it captivated me. But oh, it was weird. OK, sorry. That is a side note. But interesting that this series is by her. And also, how I responded to that book is not a compelling endorsement for this show. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I mean, honestly, same same vibe <laughs> for the show. Probably, I don't think it stands up well, and I'll get into that more later. But it's, I think, loosely based on her life growing up on the Upper East Side. That assertion is based on no research other than maybe I heard it at some point in an interview with her on like Entertainment Tonight back in the day or something it sounds like that. Very plausible. Also, her name is just very fancy, so mm-hmm. that's what I'm giving it anyways <laughs> it, it basically follows the wealthiest teenagers in new york city and their families and it's narrated by an unknown entity gossip girl mm. until the uh end of the series and so she would basically share out the sordid details all the secrets all the you know interesting dirt and tea um but she would do it through her blog <laughs> or do text blasts <gasps> because this was very much the Drama. time of like the sidekick or like <gasps> a, a blackberry uh-huh. this was before iphones became um so prevalent and yeah it's so weird it's like pre-paparazzi i mean it's not pre-paparazzi but they would have this function on the blog where they would track sightings of like the most popular people who got talked about all the time uh-huh. and it's like internet by cyberbullying at its greatest mm-hmm. so this actually um, does sound kind of interesting and i love when like it's a narrator and we don't know who they are that that adds like an element of mystery to a show for sure That, I mean, right? Like, there are so many twists and turns in the plot of these characters, but that mystery through all of it is really what keeps you going. And so you do find out at the end, and I'll tell you in this podcast episode, obviously, but it's truly just a soap opera. I remember a few years ago that I saw that it was picked up by, like, the soap network. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's called. Maybe whatever. I was like, oh yeah, Yeah. this is just a soap opera that was marketed as a teen drama. Um, But what I love about it, because it doesn't stand up well, not Mm -hmm. at all, (laughs) but it feels like a time capsule of my like high school and college years Mm -hmm. just with the, you know, I love a good pop culture reference. You know, I love a good song and all of it is really just like built up because they were fully marketing and like working towards internet culture Mm -hmm. um where it was at in 2007 and so yeah that's fun I mean when things are firmly rooted in pop culture of the moment it's like fun then and then it also is Mm -hmm. such a like a time capsule like you just shared you know when we when we rewatch these things yeah I distinctly remember going to um like a college visit I went to what Beloit in Wisconsin and I was staying with a a girl who was hosting prospective students and she's like yeah I'm from like the Upper East Side and you know Gossip Girl it's like basically like that and I hate it there (laughs) and then I proceeded to not hang out with her and her friends at all that night because uh, me and other prospective students kind of hung out because she and her friends wanted to watch High School Musical too and I was like I don't know if this is for me (laughs) this is not (laughs) not that I'm cooler than high school musical too but it just wasn't what i was anticipating when i was doing my first college stay over <laughs> right, so right. <laughs> anyways okay before i dive into more details do you have any follow-up questions on the premise of the show no it sounds so interesting actually um and i want you are you gonna tell us like who all the characters are 
I absolutely okay. am going to tell I'm you how many. Google their pictures because I I see like I just I don't think I know anyone from this show. <laughs> oh, you do though. I'm gonna okay. well before you Google them, oh, I will. Oh, how no. about we do I this like? Pay- okay, wait. Oh, wait okay, no, I'm going back. I'm going I'm back. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should also say like how many seasons? Oh, okay, gosh, so yes. HBO- so you said it started in 2007. How long did it go? Yeah, I actually have to look that up. Um, so. What is interesting is HBO just like started a new variation of it, an iteration of it. And so that is very popular. And wait, and can you tell I'm stalling? Well, here's the thing though. I actually know a, a tiny bit about the remake because you told me and I just like, I think it's fascinating. And yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe I'm like regurgitating this info in not an accurate way. But I think you said that like, whereas the original Gossip Girl, it's all about high schoolers. The remake, it's like those high schoolers are now teachers at a at a the school. And like, mm. it's like adult Gossip Girl or like teachers and students together Gossip Girl. Am I remembering this even a little bit right? I think you're remembering it. It's not, maybe I didn't clarify it very much. So like none, hmm, I shouldn't say none, but like the. Thus far in the new HBO series is releasing, none of the main characters have come back. Okay, there okay. were some side characters who have played and they've been like referenced, but it's basically like um, the students of the same schools are being followed and like talked about. And the teachers um, are in are our- the ones resurrecting gossip they're gossiping using it as leverage yes <laughs> yes which seems really which feels like a bad idea not good not good at all um but this the original series ran from 2007 to t- 2012 okay. so oh, you know it okay. had a good run of it yeah and it feels like it went on forever in my opinion but let me introduce you to some of the characters okay and am we'll i allowed to look it. yet at google or no when, once I tell you, I think we should play this game where I try to get you to know who it is before you Google them. Okay. Like, I'm, if I think about yep. things that you would know. I think that's okay. fine. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So, Gossip Girl. So, even though we don't know who she is, she is narrated by Kristen Bell, who I know you know. Who good place. Is. And all, yes, among many other place. things. Yes. Veronica Mars, all that good stuff. Didn't Just like that, an iconic yes. voice. Mm-hmm. Her voice, I mean, she came back for the reboot, which is oh, like, it had to be. You could cool. not not. That's cool. Yeah. The um, intro that I did at the top, like that is a, like the quintessential iconic uh, like introduction to every show. It's like, I've, that's one secret you'll never know. You love, you know, you love me. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Oh, and like. I hate it and that, love it. I know. <laughs> it's, it's iconic. Okay. <laughs> um, and like. Basically, we are introduced to this next character. Her name is Serena Vanderwoods, and she's played by what Blake Lively. I know you know Blake who that Lively is. Blake Lively from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> Absolutely. This is the, the same era. Oh this is gosh. the same era. Yes. Um, Ryan Reynolds' a, wife. I'm sure she's done like a million things, but that's just like why she's in my head from that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yes. Was it Brie? I can't remember I her name. Know. No, maybe her last name is Breland. Which also, yeah. it just indulged me on a quick little side note there's no freaking way all those pants fit those four women there's just no way that the is magic of it <laughs> no, as someone who like wears pants and like, oh i guess we all wear pants but like <laughs> <laughs> i like how you did that 
people-centered language as a person who wears <laughs> as a person who is fat who also yeah. wears well, pants yes, that's yeah. it. and then also to see like just like how you know like literally four people with the same jeans size cannot wear the same pair of jeans to think that those four people could fit into the same pants uh it is it boggles the mind um that's the whole premise of <laughs> that is the point oh they're magic okay i get it okay back to gossip girl xo we talk about how messed up it was that they never watched it though (laughs) they never watched them i would think like maybe just try it though it's okay if they don't have magic anymore maybe just watch them once that'd be cool you could even hang dry them I wouldn't advise because the dryer literally... kills the germs, but you could just, ooh, yep, but no. Oh, my God. Okay. There's literally still Blake Lively's character. Yeah. This is the second sister to the traveling pants. Watch me go down a whole different, <laughs> this is a different podcast episode now, but she goes on this like dig in Turkey or something like that. Yeah. She's doing archaeology. Yeah. When she sends the pants, I feel like it goes to Alexis Bledel or like Amber Tamblin's character or somebody. Um, they open it and literal dust and dirt comes out because she packed dirt from her archaeology trip into the package oh with the pants. God. It was like, y'all are not watching this. <laughs> I cannot deal with this. It, this is it must mess. have been actual magic because there's just no way any of that would have actually been able to work yeah yes okay back to gossip anyways gossip girl so blake lively's character is serena vanderwoods and she is the it girl and the way that we're introduced to her is that she's coming back after being away for like a year or so Mm -hmm. and they i want to say they're juniors i might be Mm -hmm. wrong about this in high school um but she's coming back and like does anybody know about this because they're she's spotted at um you know this the station iconic train station oh, yeah. in new york city mm-hmm. i can't remember what it's called grand but central anyway. station grand central that's it okay. that's the one so she spotted and it shows a girl literally taking a picture of serena vanderwoods in, in the middle that of it known. so it's, she's that known and like she's drama. that known. she's been gone for a whole year where has she been ah where's she been that's exactly they're like why God. did she leave where's she been will everybody accept her back like it doesn't is new york prepared because she was the life of the party she was the it girl uh-huh. as a, like a freshman a sophomore no i don't know uh-huh. anyways so we're introduced to her and then we're also introduced to blair waldorf who's played by leighton meester and this one might be harder for me to get you to know about the name she rings was- zero bells zero bells she was in i want to say she was in nashville but i don't know if that's Didn't watch true it. she was in veronica mars Didn't for a small it. role can i google okay, her? you're gonna have to look at you gotta google her gotta do it Hey, Leighton. Oh, oh, she is. Oh, is that her with Adam Brody? Sure is. Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. There they are. Are they involved? Okay. I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. So I've been rewatching the OC recently. So this is welcome. Okay. I like how excited you are about Adam Brody. <laughs> like, if we just saw photos of her, you wouldn't care. But no, because she, was, she also looks vaguely has... familiar. But, um, Okay. Yeah. You, uh, oh, oh my God. There's a picture of them in an article from 2021. I think that they might be together. Excellent. Oh. I love that for them. Oh, me too. They're quite cute together. She seems lovely. And also, I cannot think of where I've ever seen her before. That's okay. She is iconic. I, I'm going to keep saying that because it's like so silly, but she is the queen bee in yeah. this. Like literally it. Blair yeah. Waldorf, queen bee. Yeah. And this is prior to Beyonce's claim of that title. Maybe not. Maybe I'm being 
controversial by saying that. But in this, Serena and Blair were best friends at one point. And then when she comes back, there is just like some tension. And that continues through the remainder of the show where they're best friends, but they hate each other, but they're Mm -hmm. best friends. And they've lived through all these hard things together and they like do the worst things to each other. And so, um, yeah, Blair is, her mom is... Uh, this amazing fashion designer. And so Blair is the queen of the school and she's known for her headbands and just having impeccable, like very preppy style. Do they wear uniforms at this school? Um, I mean, loose interpretations of uniforms. (laughs) Like, like, no, but like, yes. Um, And it's okay. So the boys school is St. Jude's. I don't remember what the girls school is called. Girls school gossip girl oh great reporting happening right now just in-depth hard-hitting journalism Wait, so there's constant billard so there's two schools and it's like like separated by boys and girls yes it's technically the same building i guess Got but it. like um they're in different areas yeah. of the building so it's constant billard st jude's school okay and constance is where the girls go and st jude's is where the boys go yes so they all go to the school and they're all super rich except for the next character who's oh. dan humphrey aka lonely boy lonely this is what boy? he's called Oh. By Gossip Girl. So do I know this Gossip guy? Girl will call you. Yeah, you sure do. I'll introduce you to him in just a moment. Okay. But like Serena is called S or Serena Blair B Queen B. Mm-hmm. Dan Humphrey is known as Lonely Boy. Poor guy. Gossip. And that's because he's from Brooklyn and he's quote unquote a poor. Huh. Like like he goes to the school on scholarship and you know, nobody likes him or notices him because he's poor. Mm-hmm. And he is played by Penn Badgley. Do you know who Penn Badgley is? The name does not ring a bell. Okay. Did you watch you on Netflix? Oh my god, I have not yet actually. No, yeah. Okay. Did you watch John Tucker Must Die? No. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> I watch I watch. Okay. okay. Can I Google him? Yes, you can Google him. Okay. Penn Bagley. Badgley. Oh, Badgley. Okay. I had the biggest crush on him prior even to Gossip Girl. Oh, he's cute. He is cute. Who mm-hmm. is he and you? He's the main character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hey, actually, didn't he? He like I I I I have got the impression that he's kind of like a good guy in real life. Yeah, or in the show. No, in real life. In you, he's a terrible guy, right? Just because I don't <laughs> think. Oh my god! No. What a babe! Wow! <laughs> wow! He's cute. How tall are you? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Girlfriend, he's married. He, he got no chances. I'm sorry. He's, he's beautiful. Yeah, he's oh, gorgeous. Okay. And he plays a psycho real well in you. Yeah, is, is and he a psycho? I would in, say, is he, like, um, have issues in that way in this show as well? I'll give you some more. They're all bad. Oh, my They're God. All he's, bad. Is he coupled up with Blake Lively? Yes. So, like, <gasps> it will, in real life. Stop. Oh my no, god! I'm sorry. Not I'm sorry. Not in real life. Wait. Not in real life. Oh, no. I'm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was. I'm. Um. It says he's been homeschooled. Okay. Well, sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop reading. I'll stop reading. Well, if you have a fun fact to share, please share. No, I don't. I. I thought that this. This. We're on Wikipedia. It's in his early life. It says that Badgley. What am I saying it right? Yeah, I think so. Is said to have been homeschooled alongside Blake Lively, his future co-star and partner. Oh. His parents divorced when he was twelve. 
He recalls having wanted to make music as a 12-year-old and record and recorded an unreleased pop single in 1998, referring in an interview to the effort as terrible and misguided. <laughs> he seems, okay, in the interviews I've seen of him, just from yeah. casual viewing, he does seem like very personable, very genuine. I want to say he's Baha'i. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Oh, like, like Justin Baldini. Who's that? From Jane the Virgin. No, girl. I guess we are just on Is that separate his last name? of watching. <laughs> just like Green Wilson. Like you know? ships in the night. Just yes. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, to answer your question, they're all bad. All of these people are bad oh, people. Okay. Okay. And like okay. they have turns, right? Like you have moments where you're like, oh, you're really great. Oh, you're like the one redeeming character, and then you turn out being bad. And mm-hmm. I think that's a good, um, you know allegory for the way that greed and like absolute richness uh in a the playground in new york city operates but his character is to be one of like one of the people he is one of the people even though he lives in this giant loft in brooklyn because his dad was an artist and back in the day um his dad's name is Rufus Humphrey. We're introduced to him. His parents are going through the split. He has a little sister named Jenny Humphrey who's starting like at Constance that year. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so he is featured barely at all on Gossip Girl. He only goes big. He's called Lonely Boy. Um, but then, yes, he and Serena end up dating eventually. He's had a crush on her forever. And we find out they date this first it season. It sounded like from my little Wikipedia thing that maybe in real life there's something going on with them. Could that be true? Not now. She's married oh, okay. to Ryan Reynolds, so um, maybe oh, at some point. Must be nice. But... Okay. Hey, can I? I can I? <laughs> can I share a little Pen Bagley? Uh, Bagley. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pen. Sorry to this man. Sorry, I do not know this man. Pen Bagley. I can't say your name. Okay. Um, which you know is such a pet peeve. So Pen, I'm truly sorry. Um, so when I said before, like I think he's kind of a good guy. What I was talking about, and I we will not go into it because I don't know the details, but he is quoted as saying in regard to you, he oh, talked don't. about... Oh, can I not say this? Ah. Okay, go for it. Wait, is it spoiling something? Maybe not. Uh, it might be, but go for it. You, you well, did he, the research. Bring it he up. Just, well, I Googled. He just said uh-huh. something because I was like, I remember someone with this going around. He said that you is about how far we're willing to go to forgive an evil white man um, uh-huh. and talks about like that. It's just like, you know, on a TV show, we'll go to endless lengths to forgive a hot white guy. Um, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. So that's that okay. was what I was like when I said, oh, isn't he a good guy? It was those tweets that I was thinking about. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because he, he acknowledged that, like, somehow people are still in love with this deplorable, awful person. Yeah. Yes, and yes. are willing to find the redeeming factors, which I'm just going to say it right now because I keep getting scared that you're going to talk about it. What? Um, okay. Googling. okay. Okay. Dan Humphrey is Gossip Girl. <gasps> I mean, mind blown. <laughs> Half the colors and characters in your argument. So he is Gossip Girl. And I honestly think like the character that he Penn Badgley plays on you is just an extension of Dan Humphrey wow. as a psychopath. What a connection. Wow. Yeah. It's 
ridiculous. It's it's absolutely absurd. And you don't know through all these seasons. You're like, who could it be? But because because he casts himself so pathetically, uh-huh. he talks about himself so scathingly, just like everybody else. Uh huh. Okay, I know we're only halfway through the characters that you want to talk about, but yeah. I am feeling very invested in this already. I'm, I'm saying, dude, you're you doing easy. a fantastic job of painting this you. picture. It's just. It's absolutely wild. And like you have a lot of love for Dan Humphrey because he's like trying to play it in this world of like the most wealthiest people. He's in love with Serena. He loved her even when she was at her messiest. Uh, of course. Leaving. And like some people say she went to rehab. We find out later she went to this like boarding school because of drugs and stuff like that. She has an affair with her teacher. It's just like a whole roller coaster. She gets blackmailed. Like it's just. <laughs> There's never not something ridiculous going on where it's like, if we all just talked about it, it'd be fine. But that's mm-hmm, any show, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and with him, like he wants to be a writer. So his whole idea is that he's like this bookish, smart, smart Alec, cute kid from Brooklyn who um, just like is the outcast and the other um, and really tries to play that. And then he just becomes the worst. He gets published. He's like this young author, like – I don't know. He he steals. But like every book he publishes is kind of like Gossip Girl because he's just doing a vignette of all the people he knows. And that's Weird. what his book launches. It's just so bizarre um, and also very funny. It's sort of like he's like Cecily, the author of all of this. Yeah. Yes. Inter- interesting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> uh-huh. So, okay. So another character. These are these are just the main characters, and I will run through some other like side characters a little bit. Also, just to be very clear, all these folks are white so far. Everybody oh, I've messaged mm-hmm. is white. I don't know if I need to say that, but I'm going to say that. Um, Nate Archibald is another character. His dad is known as the Captain he is this master of finance that we find out oh. has like a drug problem and actually mm-hmm. has no money. I think his mom is a Rockefeller or something like that. So she's the one who was old money who got his dad like to the place where he was. And there's this mm-hmm. whole issue where Nate is like homeless technically for a little bit, but he's a great lacrosse player, but he's really dumb, but he's really cute. And so there's all mm-hmm. these things going on. Nate is played by somebody named Chase Crawford, who I don't think you know, but I do think if you – have you seen – did you see the Kim K SNL episode? Of course I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember when she played, like, the Bachelorette character? Oh, that was so good. And there was all those men from just, like, random walks of life that, like, they got to cameo? Was he one of those people? He was one of those men. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Okay, let me Google him so I know who he is. I think he said he was gay on that. I don't know if he is in real life or not. I imagine he is if they called him. They're like, Chasey, come forward. I I feel like he's very much like an Abercrombie model. Yeah, I would not be able to like point him out of a crowd, but seeing him like, oh, yeah, okay, you. Oh, he's from Lubbock, Mm -hmm. Texas. Okay, Texas. Um, He looks like he's from Texas. He, yeah, this is all I got. I'm like looking at the first paragraph on Wikipedia and it's a lot of things that I've have not seen. Yeah, cool. Chase. So he is, yeah. And so he and Blair at the beginning of this um, have been dating since kindergarten. The whole idea is that they're going to get married. Oh my, since kindergarten? Yes. That feels illegal. <laughs> like most things. It doesn't stand up well. Yep. <laughs> um, they end up breaking up eventually. She falls in love with his best friend, who I'll introduce in a moment. And then she's like in this really toxic relationship with his best friend. Um, then she ends up like marrying this prince. And then 
then he's very evil and bad and so she leaves him and it's just this whole thing um any case let's introduce his best friend Nate Archibald's best friend Chuck Bass played by Ed Westwick who is British but has an American accent um okay he yeah he and Blair have this torrid love affair it's like iconic of the ages and also just so bad they're very bad he is bad he is a bad man He's a bad person. I don't know how you would know him, honestly. I want you to yeah, look, look him up? up. I have no way to connect you to him. Ed. Ed West. Oh, well, he's a very, like, tight-lipped smile in this main picture. He's got this, like, dark, brooding face. Oh, okay. I mean, he's cute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he plays a Playboy character, even mm, though he's a teenager. But his oh. dad is has like this empire of hotels and real estate and everything like that. He has a uncle who's like they're all bad. <laughs> they're all bad men. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he and Nate are best friends. His mom died apparently in childbirth. There's a whole like story that goes along with mm-hmm, that at some mm-hmm. point. And um it's <laughs> He'll come up again multiple times when I start giving you some plot summary. Ooh, I know okay. I've been teasing a little bit of it throughout, but like he's not a good person. And yet for some reason I loved him and Blair the most. But he's a bad person. She's a bad person. But it's they're a, all it's bad a show. People. If they're all bad, you like pick your favorite baddies. You know what I mean? Like I you pick your favorite like awful people because if you only have awful people on the show, that's like what we're supposed to do. You know? It's arguable that he might be the worst. Um, oh, Chuck. Or Dan is, honestly. I don't know. Anyway. So other main characters, Lily Vanderwoods and Serena's mom, she is this like hoity-toity, very rich, old money girl. I think she's from California she's originally. She's not the designer mom. She's – wait, oh, because she's, she's not. not Queen Bee's mom. She is – Serena's, Serena's mom, Blake Wiley's mom. mom. Okay. Yes. Yes. She um has married many men. I don't know. I don't even know that you need to look her up. I, I wouldn't even know what she's from. Okay. Kelly Rutherford is her name. But um you can definitely look her up if you want to see what she looks like. Um let me know what you think. Oh, she looks strangely familiar. I mean, you can see her as like being Serena Van- <laughs> Serena She was Van on Van Melrose Place when she was oh, younger. I never um, saw that. Me neither. And she's a she's like a soap opera person. She was on soap operas and then Melrose Place. And then um yeah, Lily Vanderwoodson um mm-hmm. on this show. Cool. Which she okay, <laughs> this wasn't even somebody I was gonna bring up, but she's not with like Serena's dad for all of it, some of it, and then like at the end I think they stay together. But like Serena's dad is played by one of the Baldwin brothers. I can't remember which one. Oh not Alec. Anyways. Um, yes. So she is a lot. When she was younger, she was a free spirit. And so Mm -hmm. she actually was in love with Rufus Humphrey, who was Dan Humphrey's dad. And he is played by Matthew Settle, which I don't know if you would know who he is. Um, But Rufus, the dude who lives in Brooklyn, he was part of this like really famous 90s like grunge band called Uh Lincoln Hawk. And and they were like really famous. And Lily was kind of like a a tour, like, I don't know, groupie, I guess. So Uh she always has references to like dating Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails and like being in all these like I don't know, with all these artists from the 90s and stuff like that. And now Rufus owns a gallery in Brooklyn. Got it. And so he's a gallerist. This guy, Matthew Settle, also looks like sort of familiar. And I'm scrolling down. It's because he's like been 
on all the TV shows. Like, you know, just appeared. He appeared in Criminal Minds yeah. Beyond Borders. He appeared on CSI Miami. Hello. He applied, <laughs> He appeared on um, Law and Order SVU. So I've seen him. I've seen him in just like random moments. Yeah, for sure. And then the last like main character is Vanessa Abrams, played by Jessica Zor, who's the first non-white person. And she, I would say, I believe she's black, but like it's ambiguous to some extent of like what her background is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is best friends with Dan. And she comes in halfway through the first season as like a, a wrinkle to the fact that he's now dating um, Serena uh-huh. or like seeing Serena. And then she comes back and she's like, you told me you love me. And they're best friends. They're super close. They grew up together. And I think she is very much to be like, one, let's have some representation of some kind. Yeah. And then also like she's poor. She's an artist. Like – She's very mm. much of the other side of the tracks, which is also where Dan kind of comes from, mm-hmm. but not really. And it's just – they do her dirty a lot. Yeah. And then also she ends up doing some bad things too, being a part of this world. Um, so yeah. She was also for one episode on CSI Miami. Um, and I think <laughs> she's most familiar because she was in 11 episodes of Shameless in 2017, huh. 2018. She's okay. kind of familiar. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not to me from She's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, she's almost, pretty. oh, my God. Guess what, guess what Midwestern state? Oh, yeah, I just said it out loud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's from Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, which wow. I don't know where Menominee Falls is. I just know where Menominee is. Clicking on this, let's see where. It's a real oh. Midwest scoop. Yeah, it's like it's in like the bottom uh eastern corner of wisconsin i cannot Love believe to see it. it's oh it's part of the greater milwaukee area okay okay yeah i cannot believe we are so far into this and we've only talked about the honestly cast. i was like not sure what to expect with this because like as we shared i have not seen any of this but i'm finding these descriptions of characters kind of gripping hey i'm looking at the notes and i think there's one person that we didn't talk about and i'm just curious did we Ooh. talk about, or maybe you did? And oh I no, 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 you're right. Did I we... skipped over it because of a friend. So yes, Jenny Humphrey. Who's that is now? Dan's little, oh, sister little sister and Rufus's daughter. She's yes. like coming to the school new. Um, yeah, that her she's brother like already goes to. Little blonde girl named Taylor Momsen. She was a uh, during this time, like she was kind of on, like in the news and the pop culture news because she ended up being part of a punk band and then she was like a little too rowdy for gossip girl so i think she kind of got kicked off and she would come back a little bit but it actually follows her plot line in the story quite well so when she comes in she's just like the sweet innocent girl um she's super into fashion she likes make her own clothes because they're poor (laughs) so she wants to look like all these rich girls so she makes her own clothes which Which ends up having a storyline it's expensive to make your own clothes (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And also, so she's like, you know, trying to fit in and she wants to be a joiner of this cult- like culture more than her brother does. Although uh, we find out in the end, he was the biggest joiner of the yeah, world because he's a gossip girl. Yeah, he is gross because like he... I don't need to get into that yet. Anyways, she has quite an evolution. She is... She ends up being the queen bee at one point. She ends oh. up having to leave. She ends oh. up like working for Blair Waldorf's mom and trying to be a fashion designer. And then that goes awry. So she has a rough go of it. They all do. But um, yeah, that's little Jenny Humphrey, little mm-hmm. Jay, as mm-hmm. she's referred to. Fun, little um, Jay. 
She's best friend. So those are like the main characters, okay. at least as how like Wikipedia is deciding it. I, I, these other characters are important. She's best friends with Eric Vanderwoodson. That's Serena's little brother. Okay. He is gay, openly gay um, on the show, which is interesting. He's also introduced as someone who is in like the hospital for depression and suicidality. Oh, okay. okay. So they're really like bringing up some big topics. I will say too, like at one point, Blair, they have a whole storyline about how she has eating disorder, like pretty mm. intense eating disorder and mm-hmm. had one before and like that reoccurs. So like they do tackle things. I don't know if they do it well, mm-hmm. but they talk about it, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, and with like how popular of a show it was, I think that could be pretty impactful for folks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one character who I would say is like fat adjacent, I don't even know if she would be considered fat, is the maid for Blair Walton. Oh, her gosh. What's, <laughs> her, name what's her name? Dorota Kishlovsky. Oh, I love um, that name. Oh, Dorota is such a good name. Been. Well, and they also like, she's Polish. And so yeah. it's so interesting to me that, like, okay, yes, you have you know, quote unquote, the help, but she ends up playing such an integral role in everything oh. because she's basically like Blair's, she raised her. And like yeah. while Blair's mom is around, like Dorota is the one who's always like following her around, doing her dirty work, like being a secret keeper and also part of the family. Um, Who's so, she played yeah. by? Susanna Stranskowski. Wait, well, let me cut on yeah. this. Susanna or Susanna with like Z-U-Z-A-N-N-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I I'm not going to say her last name because I'm not going to say it right, but it is a cool Polish last name. She's from Warsaw. She's 43 and pretty. They don't make her look pretty in the show. I'll yeah, she's much. real pretty in this picture. I wonder, is she on Instagram? Hmm, you continue. Uh-huh. I'm going to go look. <laughs> So the other character is Eleanor Waldorf. I talked a little bit about her. That's Blair's mom, who's the fashion designer. She oh, yeah. ends up marrying after a while because, like, Blair's father, it turns out that he was a model or, like, maybe something at one point. And then it turns out that he's gay. So she and um, – or, like, her mom and her dad had separated. He lives in Paris with his partner. Um, there's a whole storyline with that. But – Eleanor ends up marrying Cyrus Rose, who is played by Wallace Shawn. And I know I can link Wallace Shawn unless you know who that is right away. Do you know who no, that is? No, I don't know who that is. Okay, you've watched the movie Clueless, right? Uh-huh. Okay, do you remember the, like, teacher who taught, like, debate? Loosely. They tried to set up the, like, English teacher with him. Oh. Okay, did you watch it. The Princess Bride? I mean, yeah, but I don't remember anybody besides. Okay, but do you remember Maddie. the one who kept Maddie. saying inconceivable and they're like, you don't know what that word means? No. The little bald man. Sorry. Oh my God. You're going to have to look up all of Sean. Oh, and this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. This guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. I just didn't yes. know his name. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, He's yes. He's great. Mm-hmm. He has a lovely character later on. He's honestly probably the best person in this whole show. He's the only good one. Um, We have another character who is just like chaos, uh, just absolute chaos in a show that's already chaotic, played by Michelle Trachtenberg. I know you know who that is. I love her. Okay, Harry the Spy. Love her. (laughs) Exactly. She plays Georgina Sparks, who is always just there to ruin their lives. Like she comes in and just really tries to mess things up. At one point, she becomes Gossip Girl because she gets access to like the blog (laughs) Um, and she's doing all that. But then what's interesting in the newest episode, her child, who she like has during this run of the shows, is like this wild megalomaniac, like 
the person who comes in and starts like helping and aiding like the current teens on the show. And it's like, this is wild. This is too much. Okay. So wow. anyways, they are doing some big world building. And then I, the only person reason I'm naming this person is because he's a big deal now. And his name is Carter Bazin in the show. Very side character who was like very rich. We, you can't look at him yet. You oh, can't look okay. him up yet. Oh, you hear me clicking. Okay. Stop. I'll wait. I know, I'll I wait. Okay. I'm I'll at wait. Google Doc. I see oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So Carter Bazin is like this ne'er do well older kid who like tries to scam Nate at some point and like keeps coming back and like try. He's just he's just bad dude. He's played by Sebastian Stan who. Actually, I don't know if this will connect with you, but Sebastian Stan is very, very famous right now because he plays Bucky in the uh, Marvel movies. Um, oh, people the Avengers. love Marvel. And I, the only, Black Panther was a Marvel movie, right? Yeah. And actually he is at the, I don't know if you saw, probably not because you weren't sure if it was, but at the end of it, they show Sebastian Stan, like after all the credits with um Shajala's sister. Oh, I saw that, but I didn't know who that was. Yeah, so that's yeah. the only Marvel movie I've ever watched. Was Black Panther? It's incredible. <laughs> um. Oh, here he is. Okay, and he's quite attractive. So <laughs> that's the cast, and we are so far into this episode. So I will. I have to do one like um consideration. There is a, a character named Nellie Yuki, and she ends up being like one of the side characters. The like sycophants for Blair and Serena and like I would say the most people of color are those girls who go to Constance but are just like the underlings of those two you just used a word I don't know you said that she's the sycophants what does that mean sycophant so like she's a follower she's just like a yes person but Uh the thing is she wasn't she was actually competition for Blair at one point and Blair totally undermined her um, because she wanted to go to Yale Mm -hmm. yeah but Nellie Yuki does make a resurgence uh, I don't think that's a resurgence uh, in the new HBO show which was really interesting so they are like bringing some people back um, in in very interesting ways that like fit but so weird Mm -hmm. interesting Um, yeah so this is the cast of characters that comprise the whole uh, Gossip Girl universe. Okay. And you've like alluded to like some of the things like this person does this and this and this. But like, I guess, what are like the big things that happen in this show that we need to know about related to plot? <sighs> the like relationships on and off again, I guess, are mm-hmm. big ones. So like, uh, like Serena and Dan. It's on again, off again, on again, off again, mm-hmm. like kind of a mess. Nate and Serena is a big deal. So like Blair and Nate were together. Um, at the beginning of the season, it turns out that Serena left because she had an affair with Nate. Mm. She was real drunk and mm-hmm. they had sex. And he was supposed to be waiting for Blair. And they were like saving their virginity for that. Yeah. Um, Blair and Chuck is a long-term thing. Um, Rufus and Lily. is a, It's, it's a really like all these relationships that keep falling apart and coming back together just within okay. this very incestuous group of friends and family members. Okay, okay. Um, like, for instance, like... Serena and Dan are like in love, but their parents are in love too. And that awkward. gets really weird and awkward. Yeah. And then they get married at one point and then they get divorced. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. Um, and then <laughs> I guess another thing is just like this show does not stand up well. There's a lot, of, it's just bad. It's like the first episode is Chuck basically forcing himself on Jenny. Um, and then like Dan going to save her from this experience. Ugh. 
yeah, he's not a good dude. And he's very lecherous and that behavior continues consistently. Um, And like it, that could not fly now. Like there's no way they could have the premise of their show doing that. And it's like so the opposite because there is a version of the show now, but it's, yeah, it's not good. And it's just all about like, there's affairs amongst everybody. There's drugs, there's stealing, there's fashion, there's like princes, like I mentioned, blackmail, um, jail. Like it's just, (laughs) it's a mess. They do everything they can. There's like these weird, um, uh, like Chuck's dad dies and then he comes back to life. Um, I mean, you gotta watch the show. You gotta okay. watch the show. And it's, he's like, he's back, but it's his evil twin. Yes, it's so bad. Um, people like die. Chuck loses his memory for a while. <laughs> Gets married to someone else. It's just like the worst and the best of everything. Wow. Um, it's just wild. It's everything. I don't know. It's uh, it's. If you were talking about a show that goes down easy, like. This show is nothing and everything at the same time to mm-hmm. me. Like I watch it's like this is so ridiculous. This would never exist, but it's like decadent, right? Cuz you just see yeah. people living these lavish lifestyles yeah. and it's truly like I don't know, let them eat cake is what it yeah. feels like. Oh, you have all this money, you're fueled by having money and power and like this these are the decisions you make because of it. And so it just grapples with that constantly. Is that like, so that sounds like, yeah, like wild show, problematic, and also just like really fun to watch, right? Um, And it sounds like those are some of your favorite, like you've mentioned how it kind of goes down easy and it's decadent and those are part of your favorite things of the show. Are there other favorite things or things that you like hate to love or love to hate? Um, it's just absurd, right? Like any of this could be avoided if y'all just like talk to each other Communicated. and each other. Yeah. Right. Right. And like you, if you were actually friends and you listened to each other, like that might be good. I don't know. Like <laughs> good relationships. <laughs> but like <laughs> it's like succession, right? Like all these people have access to everything and yet they make the worst decisions and they treat each other so terribly. And that makes me feel better for some yeah. reason. Or I love to see it. It's like schadenfreude kind of to some extent. Um, This feels like one of many shows that's like looking at very rich people with like really problematic lives. What do you think it is about that kind of setup that we just eat up? I mean, Americans are obsessed with money. We're obsessed with like living that lifestyle. Sorry. Did you hear him? I did. I did. He he woke up and he was eating a plant, so I went and grabbed him quickly, and then he decided to yawn directly into the microphone. We loved um, it. We loved to hear it. Thanks, Pogart. Thanks for participating. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, for me, I loved it because, one, these were people who were technically my age, but mm-hmm. they seemed so much older, and, yeah. like, they were living a lifestyle. It was like skins, like <laughs> – this is not my life. This is not a reality that I think could ever exist until that girl told me, it's just like, she's yeah. like gossip girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. all right. Um, and it, so because not only did they like paint this ridiculous, ludicrous, like rich setup of New York City, but they had like cameos. They had it tied to the reality of the world that I was living in and like pop culture. Like they had Lady Gaga on at one point and Tyra Bates. Fun. And um, like Sonic Youth play or uh, 
like Rachel Bilson and Kristen Ritter and like all these no doubt performed. And they had Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner at one point because it's in New York and they're at this like gala event. And so they would have Michael Bloomberg come in at just like they really robin like they got the names the big names to Mm -hmm. come in they made it seem realistic and of the moment which i think was really interesting and i don't know the music was very good too like yeah you mentioned that yes yes i love it of that time probably right so of that time let me just list off a few of the songs in the pilot episode which like they had to have some good money to get these songs yeah so they had What Goes Around Comes Around, Justin Timberlake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. As like the opening song. They had um, Young Folks by Peter, Bjorn, and John, which was like very popular at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. They had Hang Me Up to Dry by Cold War Kids. They had The Bravery. Oh. Um, they had The Way I Are, Timbaland featuring Carrie Hilson. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Go so by Hanson. Oh, my I know. gosh. Oh, it's, that is so of that time. So of that time. It, when it, just, it would just c- consistently like Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna was the second episode. Oh, like yeah. it was so good. And I'm like, oh, this is the music I love. Whoever they got to like help run this was like so on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it just felt like trend setting and fashion was, you know, of, of note. It, it was just like, I don't know, a fun, decadent escape. Cool. Ooh. That had no consequence to my life. Yeah. Do you think that this was like other shows that were on TV at the time or was it different? Oh, what an excellent, excellent question. It's almost like you knew that I wanted to talk about the landscape of TV in 2007. Oh, we should. Hmm. What else was on? (laughs) Um, I do just want to talk about how like the different networks and like new shows, recurring shows and shows that maybe went away that just like felt very important that uh-huh. to that era if that works for you so like yes 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 what, what, what abc was a new show was primetime what would you do with john quinones with john quinones a classic <laughs> oh my god that is so oh they're oh, amazing we, should, right? we could do a whole podcast about that show that show is but it's such a a cultural phenomenon do you ever look around sometimes and think like shit is john quinones <laughs> gonna pop out because this is a wild situation absolutely my gosh my gosh yeah and also like why would he be in this parking garage right now? <laughs> like absolutely not why but wouldn't also, he yeah <laughs> that's the question oh man so yes okay so that was new to okay. the TV landscape, okay. Wipeout was a new show, which I, I feel know what like that is. Going on. It's like that weird summer show where people um, jump on these giant bouncy balls and like fall into the water. I still have zero <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Okay, we don't have to talk about it. Okay, um, Private Practice, which was oh. a spinoff from Grey's. You know, I have not seen all of Grey's, but I've seen all of Private Practice. I quite liked it. Returning shows that year were The Bachelor, Desperate Housewives, Grey's. Lost, Super Nanny, and Ugly Betty. Oh, okay. Yeah, quite a bevy of shows. Okay, so that's what was on ABC. What about like CBS and the other networks? Yes, CBS. Glad you asked. New show that year, Big Bang Theory. Oh, Bazinga. okay. <laughs> okay, returning though that I know that you're going to enjoy, Big Brother, which yes. is great. Uh, Criminal Minds. Yes. How could we not? How could we not talk about it? Um, Amazing Race, Survivor. Mm. How I Met Your Mother and Two and a Half Men. Hey, did you did you watch How I Met Your Mother like when it came out? No. And also, have you watched it at all? No. 
I, but everybody else has. Yeah, I don't think it's actually worth it. I did. I did. a. I watched it like later on in life. Like I didn't catch on to any of it when it was released. But then at one point a couple years ago, I watched the whole thing. It's like fine, but I don't know. I don't think it's that People good. People love it. And I just I don't know. Sitcoms for me. Maybe maybe I should try some other ones, but maybe. It's, I, don't know. Well, the, I guess one notable thing is that like one of the guys is from Wisconsin or Minnesota. Shit, I'm sorry, he's from Minnesota. But Which the one? way, um, it, could his name Barney? be Marshall? Marshall? Could that oh, be his the name? dude played by Jason. Um, what's his name? I love that dude. Yeah, he's really. cute. He's cute and fun. Um, but I just the Minnesota references like leave a little bit to be. Like, they just, like, leave. I don't know. I don't like it. Whereas, like, in – this is such an aside. But um, in Parks and Recreation, Ben's parents, I think, are from Minnesota. And he's from Minnesota. And when his parents meet Leslie, he, like, has this, like, little description about, like, don't Partridge, talk about this. Minnesota. Yes, yes. Yeah. And he's like, don't talk about this. Don't talk about this. And, like, talk about Prince if they have a drink or two. You know? It's just, like, that little, like, quip feels so, like, cute and fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the references in How I Met Your Mother, I remember being like, like oh i don't know <laughs> that's like how on criminal minds whenever whenever they'd have it in minnesota you're like what what is no. this this is nothing also okay again going so everywhere you know that show i like 911 yeah. the guy peter gallagher was the actor who actually is from minnesota part oh. of his backstory in the show is that he was he has well a lot of things happen but something really major happened when he was a firefighter in st paul oh. and like that episode i was like was it the blizzard of 91 no it was not <laughs> but i was like this does not seem minnesota and also peter you're from here dude like take a, a little more creative license with this you know but mm. whatever no you know characters don't have as much control if the writers yeah, they, didn't want no, to really don't they really yeah. don't yeah mm. yeah okay pick someone just like yeah. thomas gibson <laughs> gonna bring that up every time anything related to criminal minds they're not i'm gonna bring up thomas gibson kicking someone kicking someone <laughs> and, and promptly uh exiting this cast yeah. going into witness protection yes <laughs> yep uh, okay uh, okay what else was on tv well let's go to actual cw which is where oh, this yes. show yes yes so, yes Yes. As I said before, this was the merger of UPN and the WB. So now Mm -hmm. it's the CW. There weren't any really like new ones that I think were of note. So this was kind of a big deal. There were some that were retiring, which makes sense as to why they wanted something that they could pour a lot of money into. This is just me saying that. I don't know anything. No reporting that says that. But Seventh Heaven ended this year. Uh, Gilmore Girls ended. I mean, not even this year, the year before. So they didn't come back so seventh heaven do you think there's anything to be said about how gilmore girls and gossip girl have very similar sounding names with the gg Mm, no but i loved gilmore girls so i always thought that was nice continuity you're not alone i didn't watch gilmore girls ever but that that has like a bit of a cult following and a rewatch moment happening right I watched every episode of every season, like every fall. It, now I look and now I'm like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. As an adult, I look at it. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> this is like well, really bad. You and like two thirds of the women in our age group. I mean, yeah. like a lot of people watch Gilmore Girls like that. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I also loved Veronica Mars, which also ended, which also featured Kristen Bell. So mm. interesting that she got to continue working with the CW. Mm-hmm. Um, through Gossip Girl. And like, mm-hmm. what a cool gig. All you have to do is go in and voice stuff. You don't even have to 
be on set and you get that paycheck and you're integral to the show, that's like perfect. That does sound like a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, it also had America's Next Top Model. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody Hates Chris, One Tree Hill, Supernatural, <gasps> Smallville, Hill. Girlfriends. <laughs> this is my favorite. Pussycat Girlfriend. Dolls present The Search for the Next Doll. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And there was this one show that ran for a couple seasons called Beauty and the Geek, which was bad. The name is familiar, but I can't think of um, what it was about. We, it was like a reality show where like they tried to get geeky men to be. I, I think that's what it was. It doesn't matter. Um, that's rough. Yeah. I did. You heard me have an audible response to One Tree Hill, but I feel like I should clarify. I now I don't think I actually watched One Tree Hill. I just think that blonde guy is hot. And then it wasn't the Chad song. Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Him. <laughs> And then wasn't there a song? What was the theme song to One Tree Hill? No, you're thinking about – oh, well, maybe. I thought you were thinking about Dawson's Creek, but – No, that – I also didn't watch it, but I know that iconic song. I can't think of it, but it's like – oh, it's not Chariot, but is it the same please, guy please who it. wrote Chariot? No. Just sing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's a Gavin DeGraw song. Stand by. I'm going to look. One Tree Hill theme I song. don't want to be anything <gasps> other than what I'm trying to be lately. <laughs> That okay, okay. <laughs> Gavin DeGraw hits feel very of that time for me. <laughs> I hate that I just did that. Yeah, you asked me to sing and then you sing it. <laughs> I got excited when I realized what it was and mm-hmm. then that happened. I'm so oh, sorry, y'all. I'm sorry you're always songs. dealing with that. I um, just I think those songs bring back so much like I don't know, late teen, early twenties feeling, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There are other popular shows going on. The OC, I think, is important. That was on Fox. Talk um, about theme songs that bring us back. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, what else? Biggest Loser. Great. That was on NBC. Uh, uh, the Apprentice. 30 Rock. ER. Oh, yeah. Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Heroes. Scrubs. The Office. So mm-hmm. it was like a lot of shows that were out there. And yet this was... A really big deal and continued to be renewed for multiple seasons. And so. compared to the ones you've just listed, Gossip Girl feels pretty, like, kind of different. A little different. I mean, a- along the lines of, like, kind of similar themes, perhaps, the seven- Seventh Heaven or Gilmore Girls or Veronica Mars. But, like, with setting and characters that are distinctly different from those shows. Yeah. It's like the OC, but on the other coast, right? So yeah. Yes. Very interesting. That's true. Good parallel. Ooh. <laughs> I'm rewatching the OC right now, so that's very top of mind. I think if you love the OC, you're going to love Gossip Girl. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. Absolutely. It's nonsense. But I think part of what, and this is a, probably a conversation for another time or perhaps a different podcast episode, but part of what I like about the OC is less about the story and more about the nostalgia. Because, like, I watched it when it was coming out when I was in high school. And sure. so it's less about, like, well, I mean, I do enjoy the drama because there's so much drama. But I mostly enjoy, like, remembering. It just brings up a lot of high school feelings for me, which mm-hmm. feels very fun and very nostalgic. I wonder if there is enough like built timeliness built into Gossip Girl that it might call that out, even though what you didn't question. watch it. What a question. Fun. Well, I mean, I did. Oh, I, I, maybe Let's I'm talk spoiling. about belts. Let's talk about belts over tank tops and oh, chunky jewelry. I know hips. that's very much you. Oh. That is oh, very yeah. much a thing. You know, and I, I will say when we started this, um, and we just honestly, anytime you talk about Gossip Girl, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, I don't think so. But 
after this conversation, I do think this is something that I would I would give a try to. I think you sure. would love it. I yeah. would love to hear what you think. The first episode, like I said, bad. It's like sexual assault right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. It really sets yeah. the tone for most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think any show from back then is a good show. Nope. Uh, and honestly, as far as like fat stuff goes, if we want to consider it, like I said earlier, the only like semi-fat character is Dorota, who is Blair's like maid, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now following Zuzana on Instagram. She's excellent. got a cameo if you ever wanted to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, perfect. She seems great. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there are any things. No, it's probably bad though. It's probably very fat phobic. I just don't yeah. remember it. I did do a rewatch last year as well. Uh, but I don't know. I kind of went in with a grain of salt knowing that it wouldn't yeah. be good for. Well, and also, I think part of it is like, uh, unfortunately, as fat people, we expect a baseline of at least some subtle fat phobia in any media, specifically media from, you know, the the aughts and so or earlier. And so, like, I don't know, it, it's unless there's something super, super, super egregious. Sometimes we just like let it go by the wayside, unfortunately, because it's something we're so used to. Yeah, I think it's even worse just because the vanity of everybody here. Like, everything is about image. Everything is about fashion, money, all of that. So I think that's on on 10. Mm, um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. because they don't even entertain fat folks, maybe they just don't talk about it very much. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, Interesting, yeah. too, that it's like we have this, like, woman who clearly is, like, not from the U.S. who's the one fat character. Oh I yeah. I wonder if there's like some like oh absolutely distancing purposefully happening there. And also weird that they have somebody who is like, I don't know, quote unquote the help, but it's like also a white person. Yeah, I thought was an interesting choice. Um, I think making her fat make or curvier, how you know, making her larger than the other people in the show, like serves as like a. Let's remind us that she's the help, you know. Yeah, she's the help, and she's also taking on a mother role, like the most yeah. mothering role of anybody on the show, I would say. Yeah. So I'm actually thinking about some other kind of sitcom shows where there are housekeepers, and it feels like if there is a curvy person, the housekeeper might be curvier, and I think that's a real choice. It's like class and, yeah, like the type yeah. of person they are, and, yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. It's na- mm-hmm. It's nasty. Yep, it's gross. It's real nasty. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good, it's <laughs> a good boiling down of the show Gossip Girl. It is nasty. It's a lot of things, <laughs> but it's a it's it's decadent in all the ways that like you shouldn't consume it, but maybe you want to. If anything I've said has intrigued you, just go in with like a huge granite, uh, uh or, like a huge boulder of salt. I should say that it's going to be messy. It's going to be rough. You're going to watch it and be like, this is ridiculous. And also it's just so fun to see these very wealthy, very privileged people just make a mess of it time and time again. And yet somehow retain their wealth and privilege. That's not fun, I guess, but Hey, where do we stream this these days? Oh, I don't know. I, I think it's on HBO. Oh, add it to my list. It was on Netflix for a while. I still don't have HBO and I have a list of like 23 things that I'll watch. Once I think I get it's it. about time. I think it's I know about time. I have all the other platforms, but no HBO yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I won't take it 
negatively if if you don't want to watch it after watch after listening to this. And thank you for humoring me and detailing all the intricacies of this just absolutely buck wild show. If this was so fun. And like I said, I'm feeling way more invested in this than I thought I would. Everyone knows you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. And in a world ruled by bloodlines and bank accounts, it pays to have a pal. As much as a BFF can make you go WTF, there's no denying we'd be a little less rich without them. And Serena and Blair, they do besties better than anyone. No, that's not a tear in my eye. It's just allergies. Without you, I'm nothing. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Oh my gosh. Okay. So y'all, if you've listened to season four of Matter of Fact, you know, we talked a lot about Criminal Minds. We were both doing a rewatch. Um, and that show starts and ends with a quote. So in that way, Soraya, I love that you're bringing the same energy to this Gossip Girl episode. I had to do it to him. And you know, this quote is just right for this episode because we're here and we're besties and we're choosing to engage in a project like this that barely represents us, let alone most of the population of the Midwest. <laughs> okay, but still, such a joy to be able to indulge in this silly, goofy project <laughs> with you, Soraya, and you, dear listeners, which, again, who knows uh, how you will think or feel about this little pivot we've been doing <laughs> for a little bonus episodes, but uh, we we hope you love them. Yeah, and I'll say it again. We had to do it to them, to hey. you. Hey, <laughs> if you don't already, we hope you check out our regular episodes from four full seasons of Rad Fat content. Visit our website, www.matteroffatpod.com, for info about our podcast and more. As always, find us on Instagram at at Matter of Fat Pod. If you love the podcast, you can send some fat cash our way or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, unless you just like don't love this, um, in which case, like chill, like wild that you hate listened to the end of this episode. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah. Maybe take out that um, energy on Gossip Girl and not us. Thanks. <laughs> uh, thank you for taking time with us while we considered Gossip Girl. As a matter of fact. Matter of fact.